0: Good
1: morning. <laughs> oh, what is it? What is that little builder? Tom the builder? Yeah. In the builder? There's a builder that the kids watch. Now I can't think of his name. <laughs> is Monday February 26th um oh driving but you can leave. okay cool be safe I'm your host Dina Joe coming to you live from the DJ Pommel studio located in the Mile High city Colorado welcome to the program I am so grateful to have you the builder there he is I knew you would know thank you <laughs> Colorado welcome to the program so grateful to have you you and if you're listening to this later, um, I understand you're valuable your time, so I appreciate you downloading and listening to the Hip Hop all events so when it's less than time as a this music space, not just a time. All right. Um, thank you for your continued reflection and downloads. I'm here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7.45. Um, thank you. see And I have really thinking you know, about two, before I get into weather. I watched Hi My Double Bay. Um, I watched uh, a documentary that was I just I heard about it on the radio. And I when I sat down, it just when I turned on the TV, it was just one of the choices that were there. And I so I ended up watching it. It was a two-day one, um, on Wendy Williams. And oh my gosh. I'll tell you about it later. Sad, sad, sad 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 mike if you're messing with me everybody else can hear so i think it's your problem <laughs> please don't tell me it's me everybody else was okay let <laughs> I me mean, type in here i think it's you mike bam <laughs> okay brother today in um denver we had beautiful weather the last couple of days with the wind and it's supposed to be super windy today 46 and clear right now. Mostly sunny skies. 62, but wind a red flag warning um, because of the winds. Um, fire danger. I mean, guess it's supposed to get really super windy. I can hear you. Thank <laughs> you, Yep, it's me. <laughs> okay. Um, Weather in Canada for my uh, family out like there in Ontario. It's currently 36 and sunny, mostly sunny skies, a high of 49. Um, for my friend VP in Elwood City, Pennsylvania, and all the yummy food. Um, uh, it's 37 and sunny, and there will be sunny skies, a high of 61. And then for me, I call if he can hear. Oh, Mr. Uncensored, welcome. It is going to be um, 37 and sunny. Expect sunny skies and you'll be at 54. So, all right. Um, we're going to move on to the quote of the day and all that good stuff. And then we'll get into trending food, music, and whatnot. But today's word of the day, Mr. Uncensored, to my that. <laughs> is togetherness. Um, the state of being close to one another or other people. I have, is sometimes things fall apart so that better things can fall together. If you are going to gain anything in life, gain a friend. They are always, they will always be there and that makes all the difference in the world. So the importance of togetherness. We all know that life can be a struggle, ups, downs, but we don't have to face it alone to progress in life personally and professionally we need each other we need to take the time to support one another it is essential part of us getting through the tough times and celebrating the victories coming together is an essential part of us all reaching our goals big and small we achieve more together than we can separately because we each have gifts that others do not have um, we each have gone through battles that maybe someone else has not so it makes us you know it makes us uh unique and not you know that's what we've gone through and there's gonna we're not the only one there's other people that have gone through those same exact things that you're able to help out now i lost my place <laughs> um let's see coming together is a special part of us All reaching our goals baseball i think i said that we can achieve more together than we can separately because we each have our own gifts. There we were. Um, We each have gone through battles that maybe someone else has not. When we are able to come together and share our experiences, we gain empathy and hopefully understanding from one another. Um, Here are just a few ways to show love in times of struggle. Um, respect one another. Respect can be shown in various ways simply listening to someone or offering helpful advice, lending a helping hand, being able to help someone when they are struggling, whether it be emotionally, situation or a physical setback or help at work. I'll show them you care. Um, offering kind words, very self explanatory. Encouraging words or phrases can go such a long way. Hugs again, self explanatory. <laughs> sending a um, public note, um, the act of taking the time to put into paper speaks volumes about how much I care for someone. And I think that that is um, a lost art. My mom taught me that, and uh, I have to get better at it than I would. I mean, I used to do it all the time, just like clockwork, and life has taken over, but I do still do it. I just need to do it more. The benefits of togetherness, support when um, we come together as one, we are able to provide each other with support and comfort in times of struggle. Growth working together helps us achieve our goals more effectively and efficiently. Through collaboration, we are able to brainstorm ideas, learn from each other's mistakes, and, and grow our skills and knowledge together. Um, how, that's kind of like when Mike and I did the boundaries podcast together. Um, it helped me grow, especially because, you know, reading the book, I don't know how many times I read it, but reading it together and talking about the different topics and what we were going through and struggling, where to put the boundaries was very helpful. So, growth. Happiness together brings a feeling of happiness and contentment. It is easier to appreciate the small victory when you are surrounded by friends and family who understand are going through a celebrate strength. To togetherness is the strength in numbers. Um we are uh, no longer invention in with our endeavors, but rather surrounded by our entire group can help us be focused and motivated to reach our goals Unity. Last but most importantly, um, togetherness. This sense belonging, knowing that we are all going through the same struggles, allows us to form a bond and not be broken. Um, so, I have a little one. It's very short. On.
2: SEALs one of the highest performing organizations on the planet, and a former Navy SEAL was asked, Thank who you, makes it through bugs? who makes it through the selection process to become a SEAL? And he said, I can't tell you who gets through, who makes it, but I can tell you the kind of people who don't make it. He said the star college athletes that never have been really tested to the core of their being, none of them make it through. He said the preening leaders who like to delegate everything, none of them make it through. He said, the big tough guys that come in with huge muscles covered in tattoos and want to prove to everyone how tough they are, none of them make it through. He said, some of the guys that make it through are skinny and scrawny. He said, some of the guys who make it through, you'll see them shivering out of fear. He said, but every single one of them who makes it through, when they're emotionally exhausted, when they're physically exhausted, some way, somehow, they're able to dig down deep inside themselves to find the energy to help the person next to them service service giving to another having their back is what makes the highest performing teams in the world not their strength and not their intelligence it's their willingness to be there for each other
1: so i thought that was awesome i'm i couldn't find as many as i normally find to choose from but i thought that was good um so I want you, at least you three, to know um, that you've always been there for me. And I want you to know that no matter what I'm going through... It doesn't matter. You guys can come to me for anything. And I'm here to lend one of my big ass shoulder pads for you to cry on if you need to, or just tip a hug if you need one. Um, Don't ever hold back because you think if I'm going through something, I can't, I shouldn't have to deal with what you're going through because that actually helps me. It helps me to be a better person. It helps me to not think of the crap that I'm going through. It helps me in all different kinds of ways. So just remember that. Just remember that I'm here for you just as much as you guys are here for me. Remember that. (laughs) All right. I love this guy, Jeff Johnson. Better together. Together In in Hawaii on a beach that would be nice, hey? In <laughs> all of these moments
2: just might
0: find the way into my dreams tonight. But I know that they'll be gone when the morning light sings and brings new things. But tomorrow, tomorrow night, you see, you
1: see, see that they'll be gone too. To many the things I have to do, but if all of these dreams I might find a way into my day to day scene. I'm always here for you guys. Remember I that. In Love you guys very you. much.
0: So we got.
1: Hi, Enoch. Welcome.
0: Yes, we we'll yeah. 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 always down yeah. yeah. together. We're
1: somewhere in together. Well we yeah, yeah, Hi, Isaac, better better welcome.
0: Together.
1: We just talked about togetherness. So I'm playing a little Jack Johnson together. Better together. Cause dang, being miser- alone is just miserable, you know? I am well. I hope that you're well. And then we're going to get into corny jokes right after this song.
0: I love Jack Johnson. Yeah, I do like some reggae.
1: So just remember, togetherness, we need each other to get through this uh, world that we live in, don't we? I think so. All right, let's get into um, the corny dad jokes of the day. (laughs) All right. What happened when a faucet, a tomato, and some lettuce ran a race together? Well, the lettuce was ahead, the faucet was running, and the tomato was trying to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I really want to see the Bob Marley um movie. I want to see that new movie that's out. It looks really really good. <laughs> All right, that one was really <laughs> goofy. Um, do you have songs by Michael Jackson? Well, not today, I don't. I'm when I do the music later on, I'm going to be doing um continuing with the songs that were banned from 9/11 because the list is 165 songs long and it's really really a good list. All right. One more um, goofy dad joke. Um, What is the difference between a well-dressed man on a unicycle and a poorly dressed man on a bicycle? A tire, like a tire, you know, a tire, boom boom. A tire you wear, a tire. (laughs) I know, they're stupid, (laughs) stupid jokes. All right, trending, we have a couple new people in here. Uh, on Facebook, Podbean Podcast Nation um, is where you can go if you have a podcast to be able to promote it. And you can go there and check out um, a bunch of people who promote their podcast and and learn about them there. So um, check them out, Podbean Podcast Nation. I have to say that so slow. Um, Okay. Um, I told you, I need to stop saying um, so much. I told you I kind of well, I watched the William Wendy Williams documentary. I wasn't planned, but it was there, and I heard about it. And oh my gosh, what a sad documentary! And to think about if this could happen to actually anybody. Hey, the talk, talk, talk. Welcome. That um, the city, the New York, could take over her all of her money. Um, her put a guardian guardianship to her take her you know her family um as you get into the series i think there was four different ones her family was trying to she drinks she has she's an alcoholic for sure um and uh she was helped the producer part producer on the show so um it wasn't like somebody else was telling her story. She was doing it herself. And uh, it was good that she put it out there to show what alcohol can do to you um, in, the, in the amount that she was drink- had been drinking. Um, and she has um, all kinds of stuff. Graves' disease, which makes her eyes kind of bulge out. Um, what else did she have? Something with her feet, A of feet, a- aphasia aphasia and it was alcohol they're saying it's alcohol um induced uh dementia and then aphasia but when you see her feet it's like the top of her feet are all puffy and cracked and they look black they look it looks it, it just oh it looks like it's gangrene you know and she has all of these issues on top of drinking and then she had all of the, these emotional things happen to her that just she just spiraled down and then the people that are in charge of her and the people that are around her, and it's not her family, it's these other people um, that are allowing her, you know, to drink and taking her money. And Oh my gosh, it was just this crazy movie, but it opens your eyes to, first alcoholism for and then another thing you know having money and what can happen if somebody thinks oh you know you have you have this person in your custody that you take care of that has a disability or something and we don't think you're handling the money correctly so we're going to take they went to court and and the family has like no rights and you can clearly see that they are the only ones that truly care about her and her health. Oh my gosh. It was just so sad. It was just so sad. Um, so I don't know if you're into watching something like that and you have your eyes open, but man, I told, I told Lewis, I said, Wells Fargo for sure. People are going to be pissed off at Wells Fargo. And sure enough, he Googled, I don't know what he did. He went on something and people were just trending. Close your accounts at Wells Fargo. Close your accounts at Wells Fargo. Hi, and hi, Bella. Uh, because they were the ones who started the whole, um, process was Wells Fargo taking her money and holding it from her. So yeah, crazy, crazy documentary. I believe it's on Lifetime um, and they'll be playing it over and over and over again. I just hope that the it ended where she was in um, like a rehabilitation place and she was getting well, uh, but still her family's still fighting to um, get, I guess guardianship of her and, and get her out of New York and stuff. It's just crazy, just crazy, 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 crazy. Um, all right. So national holidays today. Um, it is national pistachio day. Gosh, dang it. And I've been telling you guys, I need to go to Starbucks that I normally don't go to Starbucks because I like to, um, frequent mom and pop places, but I love this pistachio drink that they have. So, um, I will have to stop by there today and get one on National Pistachio Day. It is so good. At least it was last year. I hope they still put, they put these like little crystal yummy pistachio stuff on the top of it. I don't know what it is. It's probably horrible for you. But anyway, it's National Pistachio Day. Um, Carnival Day. Uh, but there's really not any carnivals Right now, I mean, maybe in sunny places there are, but not right now here at least. In the cold, there's no carnivals. Um, um, carpe diem day. Um, I thought this. You know, we've all heard that saying, carpe diem. Um, and I didn't seize the day know actually what it was about. And it goes back to the 19th century. Well, there was copy damn day started by friends and family of Yvette Francisco after she lent her support and stood by her dear friend. See, togetherness, togetherness, Craig um, Dunham through his diagnosis of ALS and his um, following death as Francisco um, was inspired by Dunham's life to live each day to the fullest, even when battling a terminal illness, she began to inspire others to do the same. In 2014 it was a notable year from Francisco when she earned $12,000 for 12 different ALS ice bucket challenges. Her enthusiasm drew attention to the cause of ALS research, as well as living life with a joyful experience and deep connections. This led to the creation of Carpe Diem Day. So... There you go. There you go. That's the history behind Carpe Dam. That is today. Seize the day. Um, it's also for Pete's sake day, and that is. Um, it's not for. It's not about Pete's people named Pete. It's about. Um, Let's see phrases like "crying out loud" for Pete's sake, um, and you know that kind of stuff. It's just weird. Well, that's today also. Um, International tongue twister contest day. Oh hell no, I couldn't do that. I would. I can barely read some of the things normally that I want to read. I don't. That I can't even. BP's Podbean Podcast Nation. I have to say it's so slow because it's like a tongue twister to me. I can't. So it's a little tongue twister day. All right. Levi Strauss Day. I'm the Levi's. I think almost everybody's owned a pair of Levi's. When I grew up in um, California, we actually had a Levi store and it was pretty cool little store there. Um, It is National Sal Day, S-A-U-L. If you know a Sal, I don't don't know any Sal. So it's kind of a an older name. Yeah, you know, like an older you like our fathers and grandfather's Sal. I think there was an uncle or some Uncle Sal. But all right, um, tell a fairy tale day. Once upon a time, there was a princess named Dean and Cho. She lived in this town called Podbean on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. <laughs> she had some followers. Me, Michael. From Tampa Bay, BP from Albert City, Pennsylvania, and Bam Bam, her friend from Welland, Ontario. There you go. There's your fairy tale for the day. Um, and it's also a Thermos Bottle Day, so um, take your water to work. <laughs> day. Um. Okay, we're gonna move on to some food. Uh, I guess Lay's has a flavor heading to the shelves soon. Um, they always do, and I thought this one, I thought I saw this one before, but I guess not. It's new. It says sweet and spicy honey, sweet and spicy honey. Um, and then there's a contest too, um, that goes along with it. The sweet and spicy honey. Um, it says that, um, and I don't know who these people are, but it says beloved television couple, Cameron Hamilton and Lauren, Lauren speed Hamilton, who the hell are these people beloved television couple am i just like have a humongous brain fart i don't know who they are um the contest is the love is oh no no i'm sorry they are part of love is blind stars so I don't even know that show. So the beloved couple, um, they are launching the Lay's sweet and spicy honey chips by using chips in their favorite Mary Me meal. I guess it's this. they seem to be taking a page out of the Mary Me chicken book. Um, all right. Where is it? Okay. Now through March 6th, Lay's is hosting a sweet states. Um You can win a thousand dollars for the ultimate date night. All you have to do is enter the following lays on Instagram and TikTok, um, like swiney launch posts, comment with your date night dish and hashtag, hashtag Swicey Mary Swicey. It's S-W-I-C-E marry me meal and sweepstakes. Um, and you have to make a meal with the chips. Basically you have to post it. Um, examples of uh, our marry me chicken soup, date night, blackened salmon, things like that here. I'll put the hashtag in here. Swicy meal. Um, that's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of work to do for a thousand dollars, but yes, um, there you go. You have to put that in there. Um, so that's the new favor coming to your store. Whatever. Um, now, th- there's another thing. There's a couple of weird things trending. This one um, is about mustard, just regular mustard. And they're talking about where you should store it. Should you store it on the counter or in the refrigerator? And um, what they are saying is the best practice for mustard is to refrigerate it after opening it. The date stamped on the package is the date by which French's recommends, of course, optimal wellness. And they were saying because there's not a whole lot of ingredients, it's mustard seed, salt, turmeric, paprika, spices, garlic powder, and vinegar. Um, so they thought, you know, with the vinegar, it can stay on the counter. Well, they're saying it should go in the refrigerator, but they're talking about the other way. I have mine in the yeah, me too. I'd just rather be safe. I'm I'm kind of anal that way. And they were talking about um ketchup, soy sauce, hot sauce, and coffee grounds. Like th- they've had the same whole stories about them. Where should we put him? Where should we put him? And they're saying the ketchup um, is best. Again, most of them are saying in the refrigerator, in the refrigerator after opening. Soy sauce is the one that they're saying. It's so high in salt content that it's in hospitable breeding ground for bacteria. So it, it will not cause any serious illnesses. So you can keep it in a cabinet, kind of like in a cool place, um, not in the sun or anything, but in a cabinet. Hot sauce, um, actually not salsa hot sauce, like um Tabasco. They're saying with the huge amount of vinegar in it, same thing, it can go in your cupboard. Um, but I keep mine in the refrigerator too. Um, coffee, I used to always keep in the refrigerator. Always, always, always. I always thought that's where it had to be. And they're like, no, it shouldn't be in your refrigerator or freezer that if you store it that way, it actually, um, causes the flavor to diminish. And so it's not as good. Um, so just keep it in a cool, dry place in a tightly closed seal lid. So, yeah. There you go. There's your advice for the day. Where to keep your stuff? And you probably all do the same thing. Keep it where. You're... Yeah, I'm just so afraid of where of getting sick. You know what I mean? There are guys at Lewis's work from Mexico who keep their manis in their lockers. Ew! I'm like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? in their lockers. It's so gross. <laughs> I'm like, you know, there's eggs and all kinds of stuff in there. No, no, no. They have like stomachs of rocks. I have no idea. So, um, all right, we'll move on. Uh, there are new, um, comp- uh, competition for Cadbury cream eggs. Uh, remember I told you they're not the real ones like from England, but Cadbury, um, I guess Andy's mints are going to make little teeny um eggs that when you eat them and open them there's a minty green substance in the middle of it it's not like the hard can like the hard andes if it was like the hard one i'd try them i don't like that creamy crap i don't like biting into it and having all that stuff you know, like those eggs, they're just look gross. But if you're into that, they're coming for Easter. Look for them. And they're they're little mini ones. So they're gonna come in one of those, you know, the bags you can stick all of the stuff in Easter, Easter baskets. Um, so it's the new Andy's Creme de menthe eggs. No, uh-uh. I don't think so. Um, oh, where is Duncan? There's Duncan. Uh, I was gonna say Duncan always has new stuff coming out. Uh they have a new Spring flavored, churro flavored stuff. I love churros. Mmm, Yummy. Um, let's see if I can find it. Churro signature latte and a cinnamon vanilla coffee. Both cinnamon flavored offerings can be enjoyed ice or hot. Um, and of course the churro signature latte has a heartier kick of espresso and is topped with whipped cream caramel drizzle and cinnamon sugar. Cinnamon girlies, It's really is our time to shine, it says. Um, And then they have like this weird, the the donut is round, but it looks like a churro that they turned over. Like they made both ends touch. And so that's the donut. And then they have some sparked energy drinks too that are coming out a Berry Burst, Peach Sunshine, which is a lychee, I think that's how you say it, lychee and peach um, drink. So there you go, there's your... um, starbucks uh new stuff that's coming out um (laughs) i thought these this was weird until i really um read the whole article and hopefully this is going to come up for me gosh dang it i knew that it was going to get lost trying to find these two girls um well it's these two sisters and they eat they're talking about how they're eating bait they said the 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 let me start all over. The line at the top that catches you is that the new thing trending is people eating baby food. Just like remember the coffee animus, so I clicked on it. I'm reading it, and what they're doing is um, one of them is a mom who just you know happened to taste what she was giving to her child and said, Ooh, these are really good. And look, there's not a whole lot of sugar and there's not a whole lot of fat. Look, these are good for you not to gain weight. So that's what the whole thing is about. And now these two twins, they, they have this recipe and it's like, um, there's a few with little kids, um, puff. Let's see. They're the, what are they called? Exactly. Gerber. They're like Gerber puffs, Gerber puffs. Then there's these things called yogurt melts, um, and they're, um, are they the freeze dried? Yes, they are essentially freeze dried yogurts that melt in your mouth, and you can get banana vanilla, strawberry, or even berry and a vegetable blend, depending on all the nutrients it says. And so they mix; they're mixing those together. They're mixing the Gerber puffs, which come in strawberry, banana, apple cinnamon, or blueberry, and then the yogurt melts together. And they're, they're saying these are the perfect snacks for you to eat. Or else you can get the um, arrowroot biscuits are also a big hit in just as healthy version of the classic biscuit cookie. They're saying they're very small. They dissolve in your mouth. I thought those were the ones that were really messy that you gave to your baby when you, they were teething. <laughs> so I don't know. It, the arrow, I mean, the, the puffs and the Fries, street yogurt. I would try that. But the arrowroot, if it's the one I'm thinking of, it's like this little biscuit. And all I remember would my kids would be just gnawing on them and they had biscuit remnants all over their face and you had to clean them up because they were a mess. But I guess they're saying they are healthy snacks. And even these girls on like, um, volleyball teams and stuff. They're like, yeah, we've, it's like the new thing. They're all going to the store and and, uh, buying baby food and eating it. So I don't know. I don't know if you want to try it. It's supposed to be good. Or, 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 um, the last one I have on food and what time is it? Oh, and then we could probably get into music is, um, (laughs) Chizita, Ch- <laughs> And it says how to say it too. Let me see. I'm going to bring it up. Um, it is actually, it is um, KFC. It's their new, oh dang, it's not in here. Um, let me look in one other spot. It's um, it's chicken breasts. And then they put pizza sauce on top of the chicken breast. And then they put um, cheese and then pepperoni. So it's like a pizza. So it's a chiza. Chitsa, it's chicken breath. It's like a Parmesan, chicken Parmesan without a bunch of sauce, just a tiny bit on the top so you can pick it up with your hand and cheese and pepperoni on top of it. I guess the only difference would be the pepperoni and, and not being smothered in sauce, but um, I KFC, that's what they're having now. It's chizza. Um, Chitsa, the handheld chicken Parmesan pepperoni. Um, I don't know. I told you guys I'm not a huge um bread sauce person. So eh. And 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 it was it free, it wasn't that cheap. It wasn't that cheap. Dang, I wish I knew what happened to that. I saved it. Um, and I'll find it after the, the show. I know I will. Um Damn. Yeah, it had, yeah, it's not in here. Oh well. Um it didn't look that good and it was expensive for what you got. So I don't know. You can make your own at home. All right, you guys, we're going to continue, um, with the songs banned um, after nine 11, uh, and where I left off was with Jan, Jan and Dean. Yeah. Jan and Dean, those guys, um, the surfers from California, uh, bam. Okay. Dead man's curve. Sorry, everything's not going a little bit crazy today. All right, this is about a real stretch of road in Los Angeles. It is on Sunset Boulevard new near USLA campus on April 12, 1966. Jan Jan Barry crashed his Corvette into a parked truck just blocks away from Dead Man's Curve. He spent months in coma, remained mostly paralyzed. Um, Barry suffered permanent brain damage in the crash, but did recover well enough to resume performing with Dean Torrance during 1978. He died of a seizure on March 26, 2004. Um, gosh, that was, I was only a year old when that happened. So let's listen to a little bit and then I'll talk a little bit more about it. Here's Dead Man's Curve, Jan and Dean. Oh, hold on. I don't know why it keeps doing this. It keeps going and playing on, um, One of the speakers downstairs. And last week when it did that, I thought it would freak out um, the dog, but it actually freaked out Aaron. He's like, What happened? How did the music get playing downstairs? Um, And I'm like, I don't know why it's doing that. Here it is.
0: Thank you, BP.
1: it's not a pizza it's a -a. (laughs) cheesa thank you bp Mm. okay the the um cheesa it is going to be um, from Friday, February 23rd. Aw, we missed it. Oh, no, 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 no. The rest of the country, it starts today. Today, February 26th, it starts. The stream um. was a certain big
0: Friday night. We were talking each other while we sat up the line. We walked from the clouds where the light turned green. Prayer, strong, and, and, bride. and all the see where my sex He has me at the in a skirt But i go around <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: So the credit, the, the credited songwriters are Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys, Jan Berry, um, Roger Christian, a DJ and a car enthusiast who wrote Little Deuce Coupe with Wilson, and Artie Cornfield, who later helped organize the Woodstock Festival. Um, so Dead Man's Curve, Jan and Dean, off the album Dead Man's Curve, 1964, it reached chart number eight in the U.S., I love that surfing music. It's fun. All right. So the, um, thank you so much again, BP for sending me the cheese. <laughs> I'll post that on the Gino Joe, um, Facebook page. Um, so I guess it was, they had like a little cheese, pizza place. And that was from February. Um, it ended on the 24th, but today is the actual day that you can get it nationwide if you want to try um, that uh... food, I guess. All right, back to the list. Um, The next song is Only the Good Die Young by Billy Joel. Um, Virginia, um, as mentioned in the first line, come out Virginia, don't let me wait, is Virginia Callahan, a girl Billy had a crush on when he was first started playing in a band she didn't even know he existed until she saw him at a gig but 13 years later he used her as the main character in this song about a catholic girl who won't have premarital sex he sings you catholic girls start much too late but sooner or later it comes down to fate i might as well be the one Hmm, all righty then. Let's give it a listen. Only the good die young. Billy Joel.
0: Come out, I just wanna be the one When well, they showed you respect told me to praise the good to tell my left you all oh, the day never told you the price and things that you might have help well, Only the good dial That's what I said Only the good dial Only the good die know too loud, you might be laughing a bit too loud, but i never heard no one. So come on, Virginia, show me a sign. Send up a signal, show the light. Stained glass, run behind, behind, never let's in the sun.
1: So attempts to censor the song only made it more popular after religious groups considered it anti-Catholic and pressured radio sessions to remove it from their playlists. When I wrote Only the Good Die Young, the point of the song wasn't so much anti-Catholic as pro-lust, Joe says in an interview. The minute um, they banned it, the album started shooting up the charts. Joel also pointed out one of the parts of the lyrics that virtually all the song critics missed was the boy in the song failed to get anywhere with the girl and she kept her chastity. Only the Good Die Young, Billy Joel, off the album The Stranger, 1977. It would chart number 24 in the US and 18 in Canada. All right, next are um, uh, three by Elton John, and I'm playing all three of them because they're good. <laughs> and we're going to listen to them. The first one is Benny in the Jets. Oh, I love this song. Um, Elton wrote the music to this song as a homage to Clam Rock. Benny is a female character Elton has described as a sci-fi rock goddess. Bernie Tavin, who wrote the lyrics, told Esquire Benny and the Jats was almost orwer- Orarian? O'Rarian? What does that mean? I need to look that up. I'm gonna copy and paste it and put it in the chat so you guys can see. I think it's Orwarian. It was um, supposed to be futuristic. They were supposed to be um, prototyped female rock band um, out of the science fiction. Um, so let's here it is: Benny in the Jets. Is a character from the writings of George Orwell Hi GP man oh, it's been so long it's so good to see you Oh the wave and the wonderful
0: Oh, Fanny, she's a little baby. She's got electric boots, I'm gonna have food. You know I'm
1: better than gonna play. Oh, hello. f f Penny in the chest. And it's not she has electric boobs. It's electric boots.
0: But then it makes it make We shout out to my little so long. we out the of the streets. We find you, see them so spaced out. The penny and the dress. Oh, the wind and wonderful. Oh, baby, she's really king. She got a boots. am
1: The falsetto vocal is Elton's trying to sound like Frankie Valley. He was a fan of Frankie Valley and the four seasons growing up and went to uh, at least one of their concerts when he was young. Elton um, did not think this would be a hit. He was shocked when it went to number one in America. Um, John claims he rarely um, knew which of his songs would be hits. Benny in the Jets, Elton John off the album, Goodbye Yellow Nick Road. Number one in the US and number one in Canada. We're gonna move on to the next song that was banned. I don't know why Daniel was banned. I mean, I guess um, with the words um, like I was telling you, they said New York, um, falling, um, burning, um, shooting, uh, jets. Um, Daniel, I don't know why Daniel uh, was uh, banned after 9-11. But here's a little bit about Daniel. The lyrics were written by Bernie Talbain, Elton's writing partner. He explained the inspiration. Um, I'd seen this article in Time Magazine on the Tet... Uh, offense, TET offense. And there was a bar next to it with a story about how many of the soldiers that were coming back from Anam, um, or the simple sort of down home country guys who were generally embarrassed by both the adulation and depending on what part of the country you came from, the animosity, both, um, that they were greeted with by the most part, they just wanted to get back to our normal life, but found it hard. Um, what, what, What was, what with all the looky loos and the monkey war that they carried on their backs? I guess because maybe the song was about war. Um, Here is Daniel. (laughs) Thank you, BP. Thank you, Mike. Hi, you, like Daniel I like the record company didn't want to release this as a single because they thought it was too long and somber to be a hit elton had other ideas and insisted they release it as a single before the album came out the record company did but with very little promotion and it became a hit anyway daniel elton john off the album don't shoot me I'm Only a Piano Player, 1973. It charted number two in both the U.S. and Canada. All right, we're going to move on to the next song um, that was banned after 9-11 from Elton John, and it is Rocket Man. So that one's self-explanatory with the name on it. Um, Let's see. The inspiration for Bernie Taubin's lyrics was... The short story "The Rocket Man," written by Ray Bradbury, this um, sci-fi author told a tale um, of pre- pres- I meant told the tale from the perspective. Sorry about that of a child whose astronaut father had mixed feelings at leaving his family in order to do his job. The opening lyrics came to Talbin while he was driving near his parents' house in England. um, Talbin, um has said that he has written wrote the ideas down as soon as that he showed up in his head so they would not disappear. So he drove through some back roads as fast as he could to get to the house where he could write them down. Um, she packed my bags last night per flight, zero hour, 9 a.m. I'm going to be high as a kite by then were the, were the lyrics that were in his mind at that time. So here it is. Rocket Man, Elton John. She packed my bags last night per
2: flight.
1: Say, wow, hi, Daddy Hawk. Welcome, and I'm going to be high
0: as a kite. Thank you, BP. I miss the earth so much. I miss 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 my my wife.
1: Longly outways on such a time I'm this Thank you, GP man. Appreciate you. So I
0: think it's gonna be a long, long time. Touch down breaks me when we to too fine. I'm not the man you think I am my home. Oh no no no! I'm a rocket man, rocket man, And
1: I think it's gonna be a long, long time. Touchdown brings me down again to fire. Not the man who I am at home, No, no, no. no. I'm a man. So, someone said this song can be interpreted as a symbol of how rock stars are isolated from their friends and family and from the real world um, by the powers of the music industry. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, Rocket Man. Well, I don't know. It was after that documentary. I shouldn't say that. Um, Rocket Man, Elton John, um, off the album Honky, Honky Chateau, 1972. Charted um, six in the U.S. and eight in Canada. All right, we're going to move on to the next song. Um, a little bit uh, more rock and roll. A little bit of Judas Priest is the next one. Um, Some heads are going to roll is the song that was banned. A little bit about that song. This head banger from Judas Priest has a layer of meaning most don't pick up on. I discovered that I could write heavy metal lyrics and have um, in my own subtext. The songwriter Bob Hallian Jr. said in a 2023 interview, "Some heads are going to roll" is a warning against the nuclear holocaust. It really is a message that continues to be timely to this day. If the man with the power can't keep under control some heads are going to roll it sounds like an aggressive angry vengeful persona there but it's really more of a watch out rather than i want to hurt people he added people can easily get hurt when man's greed of power and money wins the day isn't that true so here it is some heads are going to roll judas priest (laughs)
0: Ha ha ha
1: jelly. I remember when I was dating this guy and we went and saw these guys and I was not into them at all. I'm like, who are they? And I think it was ACDC. I knew who ACDC was, and, but he comes out on this motorcycle. I was like, whoa, who is this man? It's crazy. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you guys. Um, When that money does come to me, as it says up on the top, um, all the money will be donated to uh, St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so um, the first half of the guitar solo is played by Glenn Tupton, and the second half is played by K.K. Downing, if you didn't know that. Um, so, this is some heads are going to roll. Judas Priest off the album Defender of Faith, 1984. It would chart number 42 in the US. All right, we're going to move on to a little bit of Kansas, Dust and the Wind. Um, Kansas guitarist Carrie, uh, Carrie wrote this after reading a book of Native American poetry. The line that caught his attention was, for all we are, dust in the wind. This got him thinking about the true value of material things and the meaning of success. The band would go, um, the band was doing well and making money, but Kerry realized that in the end, he would eventually die just like everyone else. No matter our possessions or our accomplishments, we all end up back in the ground. Um, So let's give it a listen. Dust in the Wind, Kansas. Welcome out to Jane. I All my dreams I'm well how are you
0: Best my eyes
1: dust in the
0: wind All are dust in the wind Sand Dust in the way.
1: So Carrie Livgren wrote this song while playing his acoustic guitar exercises. His wife suggested that putting lyrics to the pattern would yield his hit song. I didn't think it was Kansas-type song, he said. Um, she said, give it a try anyway. Several million records later, I guess she was right. Just in the wind, Kansas, off the album *Point of No Return*, 1977. It would chart number six in the U.S. and number one in Canada. All right, we're going to move on to the next song, which is um, Carol King's "I Feel the Earth Move," and I guess because the earth move is why they banned it. I wish they would say why, you know, I we banned this song because of this. So they just put them all in one category. So the most ses- sexual song on the album, this piano driven cut is the first track on Carol King's classic Tapestry album, which spent nearly six years on the album's charts. Thanks to the large part to women who brought the album in masses. While the song had a sexual feel, King never used sex appeal in her marketing, which earned her a great deal of respect from the women who were buying her albums. Here um it is, I feel the earth move, Carol King. And we'll get into a little corn after Ms. Carol King. you leaving? I don't play the whole song. <laughs> you better not leave. <laughs>
0: mm, mm,
1: mm, oh. The earthquake metaphor can be seen as King's coming out, opening her album with confidence and setting the stage for a new sound. With a piano hook and very forthright lyrics, it certainly made a statement. I feel the earth move, Miss Carol King, off the album Tapestry, 1971. It would only chart in um, the US, it didn't chart in Canada. All right, now to corn. Um, the song is, uh, falling away from me. Um, Korn's lead singer, Jonathan Davis said, the song is about domestic violence and that there are ways to get help, whether it's telling someone or calling a the helpline, there are ways to get out of those situations. No one has to be treated like that. All right, here it is. Fall away from me, Korn. pdcoffee.com is a good source of recently issued books on different important topics appreciate it gotten into these guys before. But did you know that um, this CD has four different covers? The most common one has a voodoo doll on the cover. Um, the second cover was a chalk design on a playground of a girl and a boy. And the third, um, the band are dummies with fake hair and zipped up mouths. And the fourth showed a bunch of newspaper headlines glued to a wall in the middle, was a picture of someone lying down in a dark room With a shadow behind him. Okay, that's corn Falling away from me. Off the album, Issues, 1999. It would chart number seven in the U.S. and number 24 in Canada. All right, we're going to move on. (laughs) We're moving on to Fly Away, Lenny Kravitz. um, And I'm guessing because it says fly. Fly Away emerged from Kravitz testing an app um, that he brought to the studio. After plugging in um, the available guitar, Kravitz started playing the song, stating I was listening to the way the different chords were ringing, just moving between A, C, G, D. And the next thing I knew, I was telling the engineer to hook up the mic and record. So here it is, Fly Away, Lenny Kravitz. Thank you to Dolly I
0: push the fly to the sky to very cut just like a dragon fly.
1: Kravitz wrote Fly Away. He had already turned in a completed album to Virgin Records. He considered releasing um, the song as a B-side. However, after playing the song for a friend, they responded, if you don't put that on the album, I'm going to be so pissed off at you. So after Kravitz contacted the label about the inclusion of the song, they were reluctant, but he sent them the song anyway. Upon hearing the track, they added it right away. Fly Away, Lenny Kravitz, off the album Five in 1998. It would chart number one in the US and number three in Canada. Fly Away. Fly away. Fly away. All right. The next song on our list that was banned after 9 11 is um, Stairway to Heaven, Led Zeppelin. Um, Stairway to Heaven has three. Sections, each one progressively increasing in tempo and volume. The song begins in a slow tempo with an acoustic instrument, guitar and recorders, before introducing electric instruments. And the final section is an up-tempo hard rock arrangement, highlighted by Page's guitar solo and Plant's vocals, which ends with the planted um, Capella line and she's buying a stairway to heaven. Let's listen. Here it is. Stairway to heaven. Let's up in.
0: A good one. Oh,
1: I remember all of our junior high dances that would always end in this song.
0: <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> You can hear me
1: typing ma'am? <laughs> I am older, but you don't have to call me ma'am. But she wants to you know words are. I was sending a secret message sometimes all of our thoughts are <laughs> I didn't tell you what was in it <laughs> thank you for the mic. Like. Jam. Are you an air guitar or an air drummer? I'm an air drummer.
0: <laughs>
1: makes me wonder. Oh, I do the air singing too. I sing and drum at the same time, I try. <laughs>
0: the back up. For,
2: For those who stay know. alone.
1: My drums,
0: it's,
1: it's just as frankly for a play.
0: night queen. Yes, there fast, right the
1: Yeah, you know, I am. <laughs>
0: I was calling you for short sure? now.
1: Joe. this whole one for you, chill jelly. "Stairway to Heaven" was voted number three in 2000 by VH1's list of 100 Greatest Rock Songs, and in 2004, Rolling Stones ranked it. All right. So what did I end up? Um, Oh, Rolling Stones magazine ranked Stay Ready to Heaven number 31 on its 500 Greatest Songs of All Times list. Um, It was the most requested song on FM radio stations in the United States at the time, despite never having been commercially released as a single in the U.S. In November 2007, though download sales promoted Led Zeppelin's Mothership release Stairway to Heaven reached 37 on the UK Singles Chart. All right, Stairway to Heaven, Led Zeppelin. Off Led Zeppelin Four in 1971, it would chart number 16 on this chart um, in the US and number 17 in Canada. I think it charted better than that. It was just, excuse me, Wikipedia saying that. All right, we're gonna move on to, um, yeah, I have some time. Um, Let's do this one. Great Balls of Fire, Jerry Lee Lewis. Um, Like Lewis's previous hit, whole lot of shaking going on, this song is filled with sexual innuendos. Let me love you like a lover should, which was shocking for a southern musician in the in the '50s. Lewis grew up in a religious household and was conflicted over whether he um, should record the song. He and Sun Records owner Sam Phillips argued as Phillips tried to convince him to sing it. Um, tapes were rolling during the spat, and the exchange can be heard. On some of Sun Records collections. Here it is Great Balls of Fire, Jerry Lee Lewis.
2: You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Boom,
0: boom,
1: boom, boom. You got your love, that's a man insane. <coughs> you broke my wheel. Of free. Goodness, Goodness gracious, Great Balls of Fire. Balls of fire. Oh, oh no. Fire. Thank you, BP. <laughs>
0: Oh, five. kisses baby. Ooh. Feels it's good. good. Oh, well, love love. Love you.
1: You're fine. So kind. I can tell this world
0: mind, mind, mind. my, 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 my. am like real, but it's, true, it's Come on, baby.
1: Great balls of fire, and this song made the top five on the pop, army, and country charts simultaneously. With a whole lot of shaking going on, both hit number one on the country chart, and Great Balls of Fire went to sell over five million copies. <laughs> Great Balls of Fire, Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, Off the album, Great Falls of Fire, 1957. Yeah.
0: It would chart number two in the US. Y'all
1: fine. Oh, God. My, 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 my. All right, we're going to move on to a little Limp Biscuit. That, that name, Limp Biscuit, I don't know. Um, the song is Break Stuff. Uh, here is the fact about the song. Deep into their set at Woodstock 99. See, bam, bam, we're going to have to do some of these Woodstocks on our Thursday night shows. Um, Blimp Biscuit played break stuff. The crowd obliged, tearing apart anything they could find, mostly plywood from the barriers that um, that they turned into surfboards. (laughs) This was the evening. um, Let's see. This was the evening of day three and the fourth-day festival was held in a stifling heat in an abandoned Air Force base. By the time Limp Biscuit took the stage, the crowd, mostly guys in their 20s, were worked up over the poor conditions and had turned aggressive. The extensive property damage and increasingly lawlessness did not stop the show. Rage against the machine and Metallica would follow the next day. Um, the festival continued. By the time the Redhead Chili Peppers took the stage, the crowd was burning the stuff they broke the night before. They flamed the flames by doing a cover of Jimi Hendrix's Songfire. See, that sounds 100% completely different than um, the Monterey Film Festival, Pop Festival that we did last Thursday. It was so peaceful. Crazy. Well, here it is. Break Stuff, Limp Biscuit.
0: what you justify, no Thank you, Childelli.
1: Oh, I can't scream on this one. Yeah, we we watched the Monterey Pop Festival last Thursday, and it was so peaceful, and it was all the cool upcoming bands back in the 60s, 67, it was, and it sounds so totally different, crazy. So the video for this song won um, MTV's... Uh, video Music Award for the best rock video in 2000. In two, 2022, Louder Sound and care Around reached each name break stuff as his greatest song. Uh, I think this is the only one I've ever really heard. Maybe I've heard of other ones. I don't recall. <laughs> All right, we're going to stop breaking stuff and we're going to move on to the last song on my list for today. And then I'll continue this list on um Wednesday, and then we'll have uh songs for whatever movie we watch on Friday. So um this song is Bound for the Floor by Local H. Um, this song has been interpreted a number of ways, but when we spoke with Local H frontman Scott Lucas, he attributed the lyrics to clever world wordplay, excuse me, wordplay, not love play. I love words that nobody uses anymore, he said, that crop up over and over in um, our songs. Phrases and words have been tossed on the scrap heap of linguistics. Copacetic was the word I heard in war movies about Vietnam, he says. So here it is. I'm bound for the floor. Local H.
0: Think you get used to it, and you just don't get it. Keep the at it cold, sad, when you want to accept it. Something you know, it's so pathetic, and you just don't get it. Keep the at it cold, sad, when you want to accept it. Something you know, it's you don't meditate. You know you know. When you don't. Burn me down. I think that I've said this before now. I'm burning down. What is confidence? And you just don't get to go it. You become a sad again. You're not too excited enough. You're so pathetic and you just don't. Yeah, no,
1: that guy, whoever they were, yeah, they're gone. So the other inspiration um, for this song was the rock band Velocity Girl, who's um, released an album in 1993 called Copacetic. It was a way to reintroduce a dead word and give out a shout out to Velocity Girl, Lucas said. Plus it rhymes with pathetic. Found for the floor, local age, off the album Good as Dead, 1996. It would chart number 46 in the US. It didn't chart in Canada. <laughs> Keep it copacetic. Well, to the guy who's not here anymore, it's Meow Train. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where they left. They left. That's so okay. Oh, they were seeing all kinds of tripping on. What's chirping on? All right. So that was that. Um, I'll be back on Wednesday. Thank you guys so much for being here today. I really, really appreciate all of you. Let me find my happy sound and turn it up so I can leave you like I always do. Woo! <laughs> There we go. Be the reason someone smiles today. Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. Dang, and I didn't tell you this woman at Walmart on Friday. Dang, she was she was tripping. She was trying. She was such ooh. I want to say all kinds of bad words right now, but I'm, I'm being kind. I even called the corporate office. It was that bad. She just came after me and all I was doing was looking at beef jerky. <laughs> I swear to you, all I was doing was looking at beef jerky. And there was a cart, you know, those carts that they, they um, stock this they stock the shelves with it was right there next to me and i'm standing in front of it and all i hear is her, her coming out of the corner of my eye and she's screaming at me i was like holy hell what the freaking hell is going on right now i have i felt like i was in the twilight zone it was a trip i i, I swear i just couldn't believe she was i was like i didn't i'm just looking at being jerky i didn't say anything i didn't touch your stupid cart and she's screaming at me all you have to do is say, please, and we'll move the card. And I'm like, okay, please move the card. I was like, what the hell? And then her, she had a, like a trainer with her and she was mean mugging me. She was like, staring me down. I'm like, what the freaking hell is going on? And so I talked to this girl and I, I, I was like the girl, she was staring. She just was like staring me down. And she goes, you mean she was mean mugging you? I said, yeah, she was mean mugging me. I'm like, what the Oh, all I was doing was shopping for a little bit of beef jerky. Oh my God. So the world is going to try to ruin your smile. Just don't allow it to do it. Okay. Just remember <laughs> don't on the beef jerky, breathe, breathe. So if nobody's told you, um, lately you are greatly loved and appreciated. And I truly do mean that you guys, um, make my days, uh, easier. And I hope I make yours a little bit easier, too. Anyway, um, I will see you guys on Wednesday. Bye.
0: One,
1: two, three, four. Later. Thank
0: you, too, Thank you,
1: Mike. Thank you, Viki.